Unfortunately, some Flo, guess, Flo some is guess. one of the most outgoing guys and open-minded, <laughs> but he doesn't want to sing a song. So Manny has chosen Manny, you and I chose to this. sing uh, the, the Albanian national anthem. anthem. And even Flo doesn't know it. I, don't, I grew up in Italy, so, so I'm, I don't know. I'm assuming. I think we both know what tone this is in. Like Russian. <laughs> So you ready to go? Okay. Uh, so on a one, on a two, on a one, two, three. Around, around the, flag the flag united with, with the desire and reason, reason, all vowing to him, him to unite the word, the word for the freedom. freedom. <laughs> From the, the war, the, the only one that gets away is, is the, that one, one that is born, born as, as a traitor. <laughs> Not scared, <laughs> dies, dies as a martyr. We will keep the arms in our hands to protect our homeland in anywhere. Our rights, we don't share them. Here are the enemies that ha don't have a place. The Lord Himself has said that nations vanish from the earth, but Albania will live for her. For her, we, we fight, fight for, for her. <laughs> you know what, dude? You did a great job. I had to stop because it sounded better you singing. <laughs> so that and was for you, Flo. Wait a second. That now, was the Albanian national, national anthem. anthem. Okay, that I didn't even know about it. And now you guys got And, and here's so a copy for you. <laughs> now, I, now I'm going to have to listen in Albanian. That's okay. So I, you know? I wasn't going to bother trying to sing it oh, in Albanian. Oh, that was man. fucking good. <laughs> wow. All right, so you oh, are tuning I, I, in. First, I want to say, if we've offended anyone in Albania, we <laughs> no. never listened to the song ourselves, and no, no, this no. was uh, a Portuguese-Croatian version. <laughs> yeah, <I can> <laughs> you are listening to The Construction Life, episode 102. Our special guest is Flo. Flo. Flo the Albanian here from Flo the oh Pro Custom Flo Painter or what? I don't know. Flo the Albanian, man. I don't know. What, where I, are you? Who are you? The Canadian Albanian. The Canadian But whatever. he's he's more Italian than yeah. he is Albanian. Yes, he is. I would say both. 13 years in Italy, 6 in Albania, 6 in Canada, and now I hope I don't move anymore. <laughs> that depends on what happens today on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, nah, it's fine. It's so fine. we all know you, Flo, from, because the last time you were here, you were here with Omid, and yeah. you guys were talking about Millennials Part 1, which is actually still one of our highest episodes being listened to, which is oh, really wow. ironic. How they know I'm so sexy? I don't know. <laughs> well, just it, by the voice, maybe. Yeah, you know? the sexy voice. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that must be it. Uh, so, uh, uh, Flo, are you single now? Uh, yeah, yeah, unless you call yeah, Tinder yeah. single. Okay, so, so if the girls are listening, out there, and by the way, the construction life is another form of Tinder. The construction life is the Tinder of construction. Sure, okay? That's right. Uh, so everyone knows Flo as a painter. Yeah. Amazing painter, by the way. Yeah. Excellent sprayer. Overall, I don't think there's much nice better than that. guy there. and full of sarcasm at any given time and day. Oh, sarcasm. European sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's the Italian side mixed with the Albanian. If, if you're not open to, to European comedy, you won't understand flow. Yeah. Don't try <laughs> the veal. Uh, so, but we're not going to talk so much about paint today. We're going to talk about starting a business as a young contractor. 
that's what we're going to talk about because okay. Flo has a lot of insight into that, what he's experienced, what he's gone through. And we want to learn about his story around that side of things. And he might sprinkle a little paint tip well, here I'm and there. Well, I'm hoping he does. Of course. We still <laughs> want to talk about that. But first we have... The second oh, are, you gonna, are, are you going to put together his Instagram? Oh, yeah. You can get you at Pro Custom Painting. Yes, on the IG, right? On Instagram, yeah. yeah. And then there's no, there's no Facebook, there's no YouTube, nah, not yet. Nah, nah, not yet. No, not Pro yet. Custom Painting on the IG. That's where you can and find. And it, your email to get reach to get a hold it's of you. Pro Custom Painting. That's at gmail.com. Perfect. That's it. Just look for the big Sprinter truck. That's it. <laughs> Brand <laughs> spanking new. 2020? Is it a 2020? No, 19. 2019. 19. All right. There we go. Flo no, Omid's is 2020. No, no 2019 no, no, too. 2019. I mean. Let's not consider the 2020, you know. Yes. This is not a year Let's at forget all. It. And this show's brought to you by <laughs> Sprinter. You're right. <laughs> no, okay, so first segment. What? Well, we're doing the construction bone. No, we're not. What's wrong yeah, with you? We, we missed something. Lately, we've been doing the construction bone first. No, we've been doing history first. Okay. Well, now we've been all. doing what? Let's let's change it again no, for Manny. No, 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 no. We've been doing <laughs> history. Dun, da, da, dun. Pull out the trumpets. Dun, da, da, dun. Dun, da, da, dun. History with Manny. I think people are going to think that we're drinking before these shows, man. Dude, we just came. We all just rushed that from our job sites. That was the fifth episode, I guess. <laughs> okay. History. I want to ask you guys, Flo, I wonder if you know this. You might know this. I don't know if Carlito knows this. But Ouch. He always says um, that. He always says that. He, wanna, he loves me, though. I want to get you guys to tell me what are the 10 largest construction projects in the world currently. Wow. Currently. Currently. Uh, and I'll tell you one thing. One of them is in the U.S. None of them are in Canada. And three of them are in Albania. No, 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 no. no. None of Dubai, them are in Dubai. Dubai would definitely have to be one. So guess what? Dubai is number one. Okay. I you know what it. it is? It's Dubai Land. Dubai Land. So That's it, the name. So get this. So Dubai Land was announced on 23rd of October 2003. It will have an area of 278 kilometers square. It's 107 square meters, and it includes 45 mega projects and 200 sub projects. And it's supposed to be done by 2008, but it wasn't. So now the idea is that it's been put on hold virtually on hold for now because they ran out of finances regarding the financial meltdown in 2007, 2010. But it's supposed to be coming back up as four phases in the next five years. First phase was started in 2005. It's basically a whole infrastructure for the biggest world amusement park. It's Luxuryville. Wow. That's, That's Dubai that land, is, man. right? So other ones that are big that are going on currently right now. I'd say Singapore or no, really. So China has the South North Water Transfer Project. That's massive. London has the Crossrail Project. Long. So more infrastructure. California has a high speed railway. Now that's not the that program with Tesla. Uh, the Hyperloop. That's not that. That's some, this is something else. Talking about still traveling from California to San Fran in still two hours, wow. which is faster what? than a plane. With uh, with a train. Train. The high speed train. So North America has never been friendly to high speed train. We always know Europe that. is electric. Europe or and Asia. It's going to be electric or. I don't know. I don't know the specifics good. of yeah. it. Right. Because so in Italy they're all electric. They're Here. all. Yes, yeah, right. They're all electric. But yeah. Mag is supposed to be faster. Magnetic. Magnetic. Well, wow. that's what they are in Europe now, too. So we have another no, high-speed... I heard in Japan they have that. That's exactly it. So another high-speed railway is, is going on in Japan right now. And then there's the Beijing airport, of course. That's massive. I think it's actually the biggest airport. 
Libya has the great man-made river project. What? I don't even know what that is. What is that? <laughs> and here's the, here's the last one. So here's the last list. one. The Libya. last one is the International Space Station. <gasps> yes. Wow. And on that note, I actually want to bring up a little bit of space. Oh, excellent. (laughs) Carlito is correct and incorrect at the same time. I like this because I was just correct that the first number one question was number one on the list. So So here's the thing. So Carlito's been saying that NASA and the space shuttle uses PL premium (laughs) and to secure. No, they invented PL. No, no, no. So here's the deal is that PL Loctite, it's a different product than premium. Yeah, I know that because it, it w- is used because on could, some spacecrafts. Yeah, because they, the scientists couldn't take that from the lab and make it his when it was NASA's. So PL Loctite is the product that's used in space, not PL Premium, not your subfluorate adhesives. It's the not. same formula. No, it's they not. Use for what? They use it for securing certain parts of the space shuttle. The disc parts that the, when you're coming into yeah. orbit, they fall off. So that's oh, how yeah, they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different glue, and I'm pretty sure it costs more than $10 a tube. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, Manny, I'm glad that you went and checked that well, out. Well, funny enough is I was actually doing this history, and all of a sudden I saw the whole but, list, and I was like, let me Google PL Premium Space Shuttle. <laughs> and, and now, and like, I didn't get into the complete details with it, but... Now you believe that it came from NASA. No, 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 no. <laughs> PL Premium has not been used on a spacecraft. PL the same lo- formula. No, it's black. It's a different formula. Okay, I'm going to bring my literature Oh, in. my goodness. Okay, you know what? It says PL anyway. So and, that, like... and that was... History with Manny. Okay, all right. So, Good. today's construction bone... I thought you just did it. I didn't do it. That's not the bone. I thought the BL was the construction bone. So the, the construction bone that I'm going to bring up because Carlito got to do it last week is okay. probably going to make Carlito quiet down a little bit. Oh. So my bone has something to do with celebrities on TV that have taken it upon themselves to dictate on attracting you guys, you younger people, into the traits. I have a problem with people that have never been on a real construction site in the real world, dealing with real clients and real trades, representing us to attract new people into the industry. I rather respect somebody that's been in the construction industry, that's been down that road and dealing with good or bad clients, good or bad trades, good or bad suppliers, than people that have never been in that scenario. So like, uh, (laughs) no, I get it. I get it. Like people like in the, in the shows, they show that it's, Pretty much an easy thing, right? Or well, they show that the show or construction is perfect. Yeah, they show all that, which is like uh, when I first went on TV and like on shows that they show how like everything it's run and like in the movies. In real life, real life is not like in TV. That's the, the thing I always say. Worlds. It's like, two different worlds. So that's my point because I recently saw a post where they were like boasting about how we're going to get young people back into trades and get them attracted to trades i feel like even schools do that a lot like they do hey come here like you can become an engineer and all that you know like just come here and we'll show you and stuff and then i see a lot of people go and uh, they just fail and it's not as easy as it as it sounds or nothing of that and also i don't think that school also show work on site on they don't like have a good program to show people like real world yes a real world yeah like 
uh, everything I learned was in real world. I didn't see it on YouTube or anything. Like what I just checked on like uh, online was like actually trade people showing me how to do something. I went to see like how an epoxy floor is done, right? So if I never done it, I just check how they do it, right? And they were like uh, different ways of doing it, which is better than uh, for sure what they show you on TV. Like on TV, all they show is like, oh, grab a roll, buy the material, go splash it on the wall. I'm like, what? I agree so with that. So that's the show, that's, right? That's, that's or same thing like with the tiles or with any kind of trade, right? They always show a professional, right? mainly a professional that does it so easy and nice, which is, of course, it's normal because when somebody does it every day, it's something very natural to do. But like, uh, think about like on a, think of uh, like in the mind of a younger person that is just seeing that, like that ever, has never done it, right? So as soon as somebody started to try it, it has difficulties on, on any of that kind of stuff, right? Because it's, it's real work. I, I think that the younger generation is not going to take somebody that's never really been in the trenches. I've always said this, even in the film business, that I was a grunt when I was in the lighting and, and grip department. I was a grunt. I worked my way up as a grunt, and that's how it is. In military, it's the same thing. You're a grunt, and you work your way up the ladder. My problem with all these people that have been on TV, they've never been grunts. They no. have not been in the trenches. They have not been in, in bullshit that goes on in real construction. They've never been screwed over by clients. They've never been screwed over by suppliers. They've never been screwed over by any of that shit. They probably even have, I would say. But like I said, they will never show that on a show, which is wrong because, like I said, it's a real thing, right? So they hide it because they want to show the good face, right? Because they only show, they for want, sure. But that's what Instagram does in TV, too. In TV, they're selected customer. They're yeah. selected uh, brands that they work with. They're pre-interviewed. Everything's yeah. all set so up. So that's the fake thing that exactly. doesn't happen in life. Let's say like those kind of clients uh, during the year, I'll maybe meet one or two such a great client that understands what I'm actually explaining to them. And the other eight... Let's say based on uh, one, like in 10 clients total, the other eight will know nothing and they'll just ask questions that they don't even make sense to me. But like you have to still try to explain it and they won't understand it, which in shows they all 10 clients. They're all good. All 10 the yeah. stores, they yeah. good suppliers. Everything is on time. Everything is like a la, la, la. But I don't even think everything is on time anyways, because like it's their shows. Right. So let's say maybe they're. Say they say it took one month, but it's a total lie, it's not, right? It's, it's not. It's not the complete truth. That's the issue here. I also have a. St I have a problem. Everyone knows me with two reviewers, so it's the same thing with IG, right? So two. I. I rather okay. If I want to know something about painting or about a sprayer, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask Carlito. Yeah. Because you guys have used Graco's and Titans on your job sites, and you guys have used them on projects. Yeah. Two yeah, reviewers yeah. take a product, use it for that half Amazing. day, yeah. a couple hours, whatever, <laughs> and then they give us a review on it. And I'm like, that's not who I want to listen to. So it's the same thing with the TV people. Yeah. It's... I'd rather talk to a tradesperson that's been in the trenches, that's done all the work. I will respect their opinion about what they have to say regarding a detail and construction over somebody that paints a positive picture, never shows the negative, because the thing is, they've never experienced the negative. Well, the thing is, is, is the, is the TV, it's the Instagram, it's the it's pretty much their face, right? So everything they show has to be perfect. Oh, it has to be right? positive. Like I everything. Know. And anyway, like it's they don't have that much experience. You know what I say? I, as a tool reviewer, you show something, you read something about it, you do a little research because at the end, like it's let's say it's a job, right? It's still considered as a job. And uh, but there is still who does it better than others too, right? So let's say there is a uh, many guys that they 
they're not only like one trade man they do multiple things so i w- i would like a feedback of that kind of person not yeah. like somebody that just does it because they has to show oh look at the bosch drills can screw 750 screws in in one full charge and the milwaukee does 800 like i care <laughs> okay. what, so, what, what i'm gonna do so 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 that that was my bone to okay pick. so I, I just want to throw a couple cents in uh instagram and television to me is entertainment uh, yes. So definitely, yes, if you're gonna watch, you're gonna take it with a grain of salt. Hopefully, you learn something from it. If you don't, it's entertainment. Okay. So but can you please Carl, tell that to the people on right. TV? Tell but the people really, on IG. But really important, I think it is, is that if anyone is encouraging anyone to get into this industry, we need as much help as we can across the board. But it should be a good message, and that good message is something that Flo mentioned. Also, is that in the real world, nobody talks about. When you go buy a paint gun yeah. and you talk about paint, yeah. nobody tells you room temperature, humidity, no, how no, it affects no. the nope. paint, how it Nothing. flashes the nope. paint, they how it cracks know. the paint, how it slows the paint down. But this down. is what you bring up. This is what he brings up. Why do you bring that up? Because guess what? You were there. And I don't, yeah. I don't, think, yeah. I don't even think school can cover those nope. things. No, uh, no, that's what I said. And, and the school of hard knocks, which is what, yes. what you do which every day. Which is the construction day. life. Like every single day that... I've been I've been working in this business for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Every single day I get surprised. You there is no schooling that yeah. will ever teach no. me all that. Like let's say I do painting example and every house I start something new comes up every single time. It's like people tell me like, "Oh, you do this every day." Like for you it's like uh, I one know, to but three your things. experience teaches you that when something comes up based on your experience, yeah, yeah. you know how to yes, solve it. Yes, yes. If you read it in a book somewhere or if you were prompted to yeah, say it's something, not like that. you're not it's going not like to that. know what to do. It's, it's funny because like just in a, uh, in a house that I'm working on, in a custom built, everything butchers the place. Like everybody. The GC was an old guy that wanted to retire. So this was his, li- his last project, like last, last. And the customer wanted something modern, modern reveals, baseboard, in baseboard, like, and no frameless doors and all that kind of stuff, right? And the GC will tell him, like, you don't need that. Like, uh, for what? For, like, what reason? It's easier this way. It's this and that. I'm like, so the client was like, listen, it's my house. I'm paying you. It's going to cost extra. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) But the the GC kept saying, like, why, why, why? Because it was an old school or whatever. The GC was forced to do it that way because, of course, like, you, you got hired and you 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 technically should know what's going on around you know if new materials and new products come out you will have to like know like and be aware and like even that, at the even saying that we don't even know what's going to happen to those new products 10 years from now it could be really cool it could be really modern yeah, but yeah. the callbacks 10 years or five years from now but, that's a whole other story yes that you're you're absolutely right but these guys they don't even think about using it like at first which is maybe that product can save your life or maybe like can ruin it. Hang on. You got to backtrack because a lot of these products, these people that are supposed to be industry leaders are not even there at the beginning, middle and the end. They just show up at a certain time and that's it. But, as real tradespeople on a real construction site, we can picture what's going to happen. You're there in the morning right? when the day starts. You're there when the humidity level is at certain heights. Yeah, you're there yeah. with other trades and the dust level. You're there, all that shit. You're yeah. there the entire day. What happened is like the, because of that reveal, and they had to use the whatever trim tax. Uh, this product that it's like uh, the plastic molding. You didn't say that one name. One of 
Manny hates it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's okay. <laughs> Any guest can the say anything. I like it. The I thing is, care. like, uh, it's not about hate on products and everything. That is the product that can help the case in what the customer was looking for. Who installed it did a, such a bad job on the baseboard. They didn't do the, the door frames because uh, the carpenters was late and all that stuff. So I ended up doing, which I never really done it many times. But uh, thanks to the Instagram at first, I would say, because when I go sure. on Instagram or when I look at stuff, I try to actually learn. So I try to follow people that actually show work, not just like, hey, this is trim tags. Okay. I know. And what? What I look, it's I want to see the drywaller installing the trim tax. I don't care about the trim tax himself as a thing, right? So I see the big picture. So I see, okay, I who, who does it? Who installs it? How is it installed, right? Or and how many show, different ways can you yeah, install it? Yeah, right? So the, there is different ways of even using uh, social media and all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Which everybody, uh, like Carl said, I use it as an entertaining platform and... Uh, that cannot be just the only one, uh, only way to use something like that, a platform like that. The, the problem is they're using it as an entertainment platform, but they're speaking as if they're in an authoritative, instructional person. I don't want to continue talking on this because that's not what this show is all about. I just basically yeah. want to end it by saying, listen, Ryan Gosling did a movie called First Man, which is the biography story of Neil Armstrong. Mm -hmm. If I want to know about space, I'm not going to Ryan Gosling. I'm going to go to <laughs> Neil Armstrong. It's the same thing here. If yeah, I want to know yeah, about construction, well, I'm not going about to anybody on TV. I'm going to go to you guys. And he's yeah. going to tell you PL was on the shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's looking for it. I'm going to watch the, show, uh, the movie again. Uh, I'm going to look for that tube of PL. Yeah, man. It's, the thing is, like, I also, there's also this thing that uh, I like to learn, to use social media and all this kind of stuff. To learn, to learn, to find people that actually do the work and they show, they showcase the work. Not, I don't care about finished pictures. I don't care, none of that. So which something like in a TV show, I will never see because on a TV show, they're not going to show you like how you install the, no, this or that. Right. And like I said, as a painter, I'm installing a product that a drywaller should do. Right. But the drywaller who they hired wasn't capable of doing. So I said, you know what? Just pay me. I'd rather take the, the lead on it because I know... You're it. finishing it. Yeah. I, let me finish it because the drywaller is going to do a shit job. A thousand percent. And then you're going to have to do it again. Yeah. How they did the baseboard at the bottom, it's cracking everywhere because they used a the little glue, but they didn't use staples. So, like, of course, the glue holds one part of it, but you need the, the staple to not let it, like... You're seeing the space. You're seeing the reason yeah. why things are failing. Yeah. Like, what I do know. you think people, like, I go and shoot thousand nails for no reason? No. There is a there is a reason, right? Like... <laughs> Sounds like Flo's been filling a lot of holes. <laughs> yeah. No. It's funny, so Flo. It's, Carlito and I were just talking about this on the drive over here. We were just talking about that, that exact same thing. It's, 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 it's crazy. Funny. So, like, guys like me, I'm a problem-solving, like, guy. So... I, even that is not my trade, I, I have to fix it just so I can keep my schedule on time and my customer happy, right? And even if that's going to cost me like a next, to do an extra thing and not getting paid, I'm fine with it because that's what I want to keep. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> that, because I want to keep the project going. Yeah. Like at that little mistake or the, the drywall or the baseboard left over, because the carpenter didn't care or the other one didn't care, that doesn't mean that... I, because I'm next trade, like I don't have to care. So because the customer is actually a nice person, one of those TV movies, TV shows, right? Like I got the good customer, but unfortunately he got a bad GC. So it's not his fault. But lucky him, he met me, which I also give the Omid's number to that guy, right? 
and Omid did his washroom too, right? And he was super happy about it. But then he hired the carpenter from not our sources. I didn't uh, have anybody available at the time. And he hired uh, an exterior carpenter. He butchered the place. He ruined everything, you know? It's like, come on, man. And these are finishers, you know what I mean? So imagine how's the inside of the houses, yeah. you know, if the finishers are... But we're trying to do a rescue with... Uh, we, we tried with Omid, and now myself, I'm trying to rescue the place because it's a great, des it's a great design, it's a great project, and it's a very good uh, customer and owner right so i would feel bad at the end if he paid so much money and then get a like a shitty product because it's sad like that's that's his savings right so that's what's amazing about flow like when i first met flow he didn't speak a lot <laughs> so obviously he's an immigrant when i met him he wouldn't <laughs> stop that's talking what but, but, hang, but hang on a sec so him and i are exactly the, we're immigrants right we're just at the two different generations right when i first met flow i would notice that he pays attention that's what I respect about him. So I get it. He comes in as a painter. He comes in as a painter's helper, now a painter. He was paying attention to other trades. It's He's the fly on the wall, paying attention to how other trades are running their business, how they were working their skills, how they were setting up their shop and everything like that. And, and he understood also, the process. I'm just going to interrupt you. The reason why... You're going to interrupt us a lot on this show. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I also... like. I'm, I'm curious, so I want to know. And the thing is, I want, if I see trades working, I want to look not to copy them, but to learn something from them yes. for a future. When I see somebody's doing it wrong, because like, let's say I've seen an electrician doing it some way, and I like it because I see it's, everything works. Then I see another one. I'm not going to learn nothing from this guy, and this guy is butchering the place, right? Yeah. So you get to see, when you're kind of like this, you see the good and bad, you know, 80%. It's bad. bad. I know. Like it's well, that's why we have the stigma. That's well, why there's a stereotype. Well, I, I, I want to also mention that from my own experience, anyone that's come out of Europe, and I'm going to speak about Europe because that's yeah. my experience. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean that like, I'm not from You're the Bahamas. European. I'm, I'm not European. From, He's I'm, European. Yeah, Everybody's European. I'm not from Asia, so mm -hmm. I can't speak in those. Yeah, yeah, of but, course. You don't know. Um, <laughs> my cousins and, and friends and family that are in Europe, I find that the opportunity isn't very big in Europe. No, like no, they, they talk so highly about Europe, but it's very hard to get a job and it's a different attitude there. So when you come to this country, uh, coming from almost nothing and, and suffering, a lot of people are suffering, even though they're happy when they come here, they seem they're happy, but nobody knows their lifestyle. They, there's a lot of war. Like, you know, my yeah. family's been through, I've lost a lot of family members yeah, during yeah, the war yeah. in, nine, it's, in it's, 1990. It's my family's always been in the military. There's been a lot of loss in life. And just in, in general, a slower enjoyment of the things that we have here. So yeah. I think when a European person comes here, he's hungry. Yeah. And he's Absolutely. ready or to... Or she. He's, or she is ready to gobble it all up and ready to... When they come here, they realize that they have opportunity that they never had over there. Yeah, no, that is, that is super true, you know? Like, I would say, like, mainly all of the immigrants... You know, but also the other thing is like... Uh, I wouldn't say all of them. Uh, all of them, like... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, like, a lot like of them that say, like the welfare system. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Uh, Europeans too, but like uh, mainly like uh, a lot of uh, immigrants, they come because they, they need like they need to work and they need to work hard. But what I would say, I always loved the European vision of everything, starting from lifestyle Life. to coming to a construction and to an everything because when I went back for vacation, like everything there amazes me because it's done way, way, way better. 
So the situation there, it's not as good. It's like well, it's different. It's different because let you have to think it this way. Europe, it's old, right? Toronto, it's a new city. It's young. It's Canada is a new country, pretty much. Really young. And like people are building, building, building. Which in Europe, people don't need to build because there is already houses. So think about There's it. There's castles everywhere. So there is like 75 million people and pretty much most of them have a house. Not, I would say, I wouldn't say mostly, but there is or a barn. that living space. It's available, right? Which in Canada, we're like 35 million and people keep coming every year with stupid numbers. The land is available and the labor, like, there is money flow and all that there is so like that's why here everything moves faster it's not that in europe it's bad or anything but there everything was it's built already so that's why it can't go at same speed as canada or uh, dubai you well know? i find that canada is very slow it's not we're, slow we're i think that compared we're, to what uh, compared to europe I think we're very behind. No. What, 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 are you talking very about, what are you talking about? Talk- Business-wise? Financial-wise? What are you talking about? Well, when we talk about T, like IT and stuff like that, it's different. Um, but when I, when I look at construction, um, when I t- look at technology, we are very behind. Like we may be, I a, agree. We may be a new city or so a newer city than Europe, don't but get we're me very wrong. behind in technology. When, what I, when I say it's slow, I mean the construction because yeah. there is no need. But Europe, it's very developed in many things. And even in the construction field, it's super developed. But they just they build two, 10 houses a year, which in Canada, they build 200. So, of course, you're going to have more painters here, more everything. There, if everybody's a painter, there is not enough work anyways, oh, right? But, no, but so they're, they're, doing, to, they're doing different kinds of construction there because, like you said, they're not building new buildings. They're not they're building not. new homes. They just they're renovate. Making, they're making they do, old homes well, more efficient. So they're using all. new technology. You're, you're right about that. Here, we're not. We're stuck with our OBC, yeah, and we yeah, build a certain yeah. way, but, and that's it. But even more important, I think that we're almost right there when we say this. Europe built their homes for a thousand years. Yes. yes. We're yes. building our homes for 10 to 20 years. Yes. And, and that's the difference. Like when you're saying there's less construction going on, it's because not, they don't need, it's not less construction. Yeah. It's just not necessary because it's built so well. Yeah. It's, it's built so well. It's like, it's everything. Like even in Albania, the houses in Albania are built like with the same techniques and those houses don't fall apart. Like everything is done correctly. Okay. Even that is a poor country, right? So Flo, let so me ask you this, man. Europe is 500 years old, for argument's sake. It's 500 yeah. years old, right? We're 150, 155 years old. No, how old are we? 150, 153, 153 yeah. or yeah. something like that, right? America's 210 or something. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Do you think that North America, America and Canada is going to be where Europe is 200 years from now? Yeah. You, you think we'll be in yeah. the advance? Think about it. Think about it. It's like there is land, there is room, there is everything. Everything moves, right? So, of course, there is more movement. Like I said, in Europe, there is movement, but on uh, not construction. That's all I'm But I'm, Europe is I'm also, saying. there's such a dense amount of population yes. in each major city. So, for every Toronto, okay, sorry to the American listeners, every Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, all these major populated cities, yes. they're spread across a huge piece of land. With Europe, man, you got Venice right next to Pisa, Pisa right next to Florence, Florence right next to Think Bologna. About that. So it's like Think these are about, hugely populated yes. places. Think about this. In Canada, we just have, you know about those five main yes. cities. Yes. Vancouver, whatever, Windsor, whatever. Like those popular Windsor. ones. Windsor. 
Well, Windsor because, <laughs> because of the, it's border, the border, right? That's whatever, why. you know? Like, yes. uh, so you know those five, like, it, which Italy, it's pretty much five in one territory. Every, like, every 20 kilometers, yeah. left or right, you yeah. have a famous city or a place that you know, yeah. that everybody knows. Think about in Canada, in 200 years, let's say we will have more importance, like, think about that. If you go back in history, they had so much time to build, to make every single city important. Yes. And some good stories to go yes, with it. Yes, absolutely. So Canada is 150. That's nothing compared to Europe, which is not five. Europe, let's say, thousands of yeah, years, yeah, yeah. right? So if you study books, history, they talk about Europe, how the Roman Empire and all that yeah. happened, and then yeah. Turkish, then uh, many others, right? I would say like even China or even other countries, like you heard about cities yes, and they have many, not only one or two, right? We know Europe because we're from Europe, but I bet Chinese or Indian or any other kind of from the, the other side, they know about many cities, you know, even in US, in US, you hear so many, uh, you, you know, so many cities, right? But Toronto, it's uh, like Canada, it's, uh, it's so new. So there is nothing. There is no. There well, is so much opportunity, and there is so on, much. We gotta pump for, the brakes uh, here. Pump the brakes. We gotta do. Okay. So <laughs> we're gonna do a shout out to Mark at Skylux for yes. always uh, giving us a home for the for the construction life and it's allowing us to here. give these amazing messages. There's no half naked people walking in and out of the show right now. The kinda guys mi- I kind of miss it. No, you can miss it. <laughs> but Mark, thanks so much for uh, for letting us do uh, the podcast thanks here in your break room. So Skylux Roofing, please give them a call, give them a holler. Uh, follow them on Instagram because they're doing some really cool things regarding roofing and ACM and all kinds of oh, new stuff. ACM's growing, man. So it's amazing. So thank you, Mark. And now it's... It's Building Code Talk with building Manny. Code. Really? Wow. <sighs> building Code Talk, we're going to talk about the general rules about driveways and landscaping. Okay. For a lot frontage of 6 meters to less than 15 meters, what's the maximum driveway width? It's in a meters size, or in feet? In meters. In size and a, a percentage nine. of your... Nine meters? Nine meters. You're generous. What do you think it is? How big is the house again? Uh, if the lot frontage is six meters to less than 15 okay, sorry, meters. Sorry, sorry. So I guess the frontage width of it. So you're talking 18 feet to oh, 45 tiny. feet. 45 feet. That's pretty wide for a lot. What's the maximum driveway width? Well, I, I think it has like a two-car garage. So that would be what? That's why I said nine meters, I would have thought. No, it's actually six meters. Wow. Or a tiny. minimum of 50% of the front yard area that's going to be how, landscaping. How much? 15%? 50, five, zero. Five, uh, 50. So what is the standard width of a driveway? I should have brought these up when we were talking to I guess it's only uh, three meters. Ng when I, we were talking about asphalt. I guess uh, three meters is the... I'd say four. So, uh, hang on. A single car driveway. What's the size of a single car driveway in an imperial measurement? There? Sorry, Flo, because I know you're a big time metric. Single car driveway is nine to 12 feet wide. Double car driveway. Well, 16? It, 20 to 24 feet wide. Parking stall. So it's not even a driveway. It's 10 feet by 20 feet. That's what you're allowed. Single that, car. That, that's what you're allowed until you go to the you know, committee you can to go get ask a, for more. Yeah, you can yeah. get approval. Or so add more green space. Single car turnaround. 10 feet by 20 feet. The same size as basically a parking stall. Wow. So these, these are the minimums that you have, you're allowed. 
And that's what I just thought. Right? That's wow. good. Building code talk with just, many. Just get bicycles. That's all. Just get bicycles. Look at right. the tree no, I, here. I don't even want to get into bicycles with you right don't. now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see us? You didn't see the story. No. All right. That's the a story? whole other podcast. Yeah. Man. So I'm I'm uh, driving down the road. Yeah. No, you're not going to share this with us. Okay? No, you're not. All right. <laughs> so we're talking to Flo from Pro Custom Painting <laughs> on IG, up. and it's also what's the email again? It's ProCustomPainting.ca at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah. Can I start with what we were continuing with? Yeah, let's uh, get right uh, back into it. That was a great me. conversation, I, man. I, I really wanted to say, before the bicycle incident... Yeah. Um, Don't bring it up. I won't. About the, I'm not, did you I'm not guys gonna... see the crane falling down today? What? Where? You guys didn't see it? Where? We're uh, working. Well, the crane just fall down on... What do you mean? Uh, downtown? Dundas and... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kill anyone? No. Thank God. Why didn't do you kill want to know about death, man? Well, I want to make sure no one got hurt. It just happened like around like 11. I, I saw it at like at 11. What about I, the guy that's in... What about the crane op? I don't know. I think it was... If was, a crane goes it down... It was just the arm. Yeah. Just... just I mean, just the top. Just... Uh, cables probably Right on gave. the street. And wow. It wasn't a higher one, right? So it was an early building. And uh, one of those still scary, rise. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, nobody got injured. Okay, so let's get away from death. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I wanted to mention something else. Um, every time I go to Europe, all my cousins speak seven to like seven to nine languages. Like they all speak <laughs> it's Italian. Like they all speak Spanish. They all speak English. How many English. languages do you speak, Flo? A little bit of everything, right? No, so, no. But I'm talking uh, about fluently. These people, like my cousins, speak many languages. Yeah, yeah, and what yeah. the most impressive thing is, and, and it was funny that when we started talking about the history of Canada, um, you knew automatically exactly how many years this country I, was, how old it was. I got was. citizen, you know, I and got a passport no, now, so I had to study. But what I'm leading to is that uh, more people outside this country know more about this that country than the people that's in this actually. country. And that's really sad. But that's the truth, though. Uh, how old were you when you first went up to CN Tower? Oh, I was young, man. You were young? Yeah. Oh, I was, in, I think, in my 20s. First I time. didn't yeah, even no, go yet. Very you haven't even gone? <laughs> no. Yeah, but you have an excuse. We, You're we an go every year. <laughs> okay, so, Flo, how long have you been painting now? I'll say, like, since I'm in Canada, so it's, like, fully six years. I want to know, because I know that you're a watcher. You observe, you pay attention to other people, not just tradespeople, but you pay attention. You've got a good head on your shoulders regarding how to read people, how to yeah. see who they are. No, he's an entrepreneur. No, he totally, 100%. So the thing <laughs> is that you could read people's body language. You can read people's motives. You can you, you understand it. So it's, I'm always fascinated that you can see that stuff and yeah. then explain it. And then it's, it's, sometimes it's occasionally humorous for me when he comes up and tells me that, you know, something I already know. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I've got the generations uh, ahead of them. Well, of but course, yeah. you were paying attention to all these guys on site. Can you tell us some of the bad things that some of the tradespeople were doing? We're not looking for names. We're just like some of the bad things that some of these tradespeople were doing that like, was hurting their business or hurting the their main, brand. or hurting your business. The main well, I get always heard like because like I said, eighty percent they all do bad work, and that eighty percent will interfere us sooner or later anyhow. And because I'm a finisher, they will interfere with my work and they will damage me because like i said i'm the finisher speaking to people like most of even gcs they don't understand how important are finishers every trade is important a thousand percent and you have to work everything like a hundred percent every single trade but uh, there is people that uh, don't respect uh, they think that other trades are more important than others ones which is super wrong it's bullshit right? because like i'm just saying as many asking me like 
or how they damage you and what you see they do wrong. I see they do wrong everything, pretty much. They are lazy. That's what I, it's, that is the main reason. So lack why, of effort? Man, it's just pure, pure laziness. Well, they come at work. The first thing they think is when is gonna, the break is going to start. When is lunchtime? When is the second break? When it's you time know to this, go Carlito. You've seen it on the yeah. show. You've seen it on Every your own job sites, right? Time. But, but I've, and I've had this problem also. I had, I've had people that I've had to supervise, and I've got, say, five or six people that I'm supervising. Yeah. There has to be, you have to be a leader so that you lead by example. And then when you have a, a bad sheep, in the bunch yeah um and he wants to wander off or she wants to wander off and what i'm saying is you know when i have six people show up to work and i and i just got them pumped and ready to go to work yeah and someone says oh hey when are we going home today yeah yeah we yeah. just fucking started one of my it biggest ruins, pet peeves and that's the first thing i hear is, when are we going home it ruins the, thing the vibe is, it ruins the vibe from everybody so i had uh, i had a uh, i usually work with another two guys like i have two guys sometimes three and myself, right? There is like some guy that is with me for more time and then somebody that is younger, right? So I always tell to the like to, to them, like to the one that it's uh, with me for a longer time, like, like if you need to take a break, take a break, but don't like start abusing, like uh, just because like uh, you get to become like a friend, right? Like yeah. when you work with somebody for so long, you know, you understand, like people get lazy, right? Like, just because, like, oh, I'm your friend now. You're not my boss. I don't even like the don't, name don't boss. Ever, don't ever forget in the back of your head that there's still work to be done. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to be considered as a leader. So as a person that you come to me, if you have a question, ask me or anything like that. I'm not the boss there to point fingers, do this, do that. No. Yeah. When I try to build a team, it's something that, hey, we're here. Let's. So now we have to do this thing, right? So it's going to take us a little more so we would have to take our break a little later. So try to understand that. They don't. They don't care. I want my break at this time. I'm not like being like a, a dick. Like I'm be just because like I don't want you to take a break. You're take seeing, the break. You're seeing the bigger picture. You're yeah, seeing the cause like, and effect of yeah, the work like, day. You know, and people don't. And like all these trades don't. They don't care. They don't care because like I said, uh, this is. They're punching the clock. They're just yeah, coming in. Yeah. You know what that means? Punch the clock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just wondering. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have punch clocks in Albania? Italy? Of course in they Italy, do. Italy, yeah, a long time They're ago. They're still probably but mass producing them. <laughs> <laughs> but what I find for all these trades, it's uh, all the all their... Uh, when the boss is not there, when their leader is not there, they're they just play. fooling around. Like, And they think, like I said, as soon as they get friendly, they get too comfy. As soon as like anything. And, and it's honestly... The thing is, they don't understand that affects them more than it does to me it does to me too of course like me i'm gonna change i'm gonna find better guys and there is better guys guys don't know like i know because there is people that care because you don't care that doesn't mean like you're the only one or maybe sometimes they tell you oh you're not gonna find better than me you want to bet <laughs> <laughs> let's say i might not find that right now because i'm not looking because it, i'm trying to keep every so my schedule true, going it's so true i'm gonna keep my schedule going yes and you're lucky because i don't have time for this kind of headache but buddy just give me a few months and like uh when my schedule gets a little bit flexible because i'm gonna try every guy until i find somebody that it w wants to work and guess what the guy that wants to work i'm gonna pay 
I'm not gonna be there cheaping out. And funny thing, I asked one of my guys, I said, listen, Bill, let's call him Bill. Listen, Bill, Bill. you wanna, <laughs> you want more money? Because that always comes up, Oh, right? so what's his first name, Dollar? I don't know. Dollar, dollar, Bill, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got LA. <laughs> okay, so uh, he asks me, uh, when you're gonna give me a race? When you're gonna give me more money? I said, listen, I'm gonna give you, I can give you a 50% more on what you make, which already what he makes, it's average and it's good, you know? Of course, if you can save it, but that's not up to me. I can give you an extra 50%, but for that extra 15%, you're going to have to learn an extra 50%. And not learn, but just like look how I do things and try to run it. Not exactly like me, because you can't be me. Not because I'm special or anything, but like everybody's different. And it's your business runs. and you care differently. Yeah, right? So I said, like, if I get more guys and you start looking like after them, so I don't have to do it, you'll get paid more, right? And it's at the end, logically speaking, it just makes sense to me. If you come to me and you tell me, Flo, you still have to work eight hours from making 200, you're going to make 350, right? But you got to work a little bit more. You might be a little bit more stressed. Listen, grab your phone, do the math. At the end of the month, what like that extra stress is worth? The extra thousands? I think yes, because at the end, you're learning every day. You're learning more. You're learning that. That becomes something uh, just you wanting to get better, become better in what you do. But you learn really quickly early on that a lot of these younger guys were trying to do the math and they were trying to guess how much money you were making profit-wise. Oh, and they were ignoring the fact that you were still running a business and you had overhead. That's you had always, all kinds of expenses. But no, you're, and you're saying something. Why aren't people paying attention to how much money he's losing? Yeah. Well, or how much money how he much needs. overhead he has. Exactly. Know that. The overhead. They don't know that. Or they how much paint they're but wasting. But they don't factor that in. Or how much tape no. they're using. Yeah. They don't factor none of that. What they see is the big picture. They see pro-custom painting. Oh, he does custom house. Oh, custom houses cost millions of dollars. That means he's Cheaper making good people. money. <laughs> <laughs> so they, that's the math they do, right? So if you take a labor to a shitty like uh, basement or whatever, they're not going to ask nothing. That's the funny part because they see, oh, he's not making much because he's working in a basement or he's doing whatever. Listen, the same uh, quality and I, I provide in a base like in a custom I'm gonna do the same in a basement not because it's a basement I'm gonna charge but less their mindset or anything is like differently. that but that's how funny is the, it's the psychology of like labors it's like they think that oh you you're doing a 5,000 square feet you make 50k you do basement you make 1k so I'm no, not gonna bother him doesn't asking, work which is way. wrong yeah. and it's wrong because like I said, you have to work and you have to do the same quality you do in that custom, in that basement, right? So even your labor thinks that it's a basement. Who cares? What do you mean, who cares? But well, you can't do that. I said, like, I charge for this and the owner asked me, can you do this and this? I said, yes. And that's it. So we have to do it. Like, it's not like, and I say we, I don't say you or anything. I always say we have to do it because we are getting paid for this. If you want to stay home, stay home. I don't want to hear this kind of complaints. Like I said, younger generations, but they, like I said, they never see the big pictures. They always see the small I know, pictures. But when you started your business, you got in there, you already knew that you had to set a certain image for your brand. Yes. So you wanted a certain kind of van. You wanted a certain kind of t-shirts. Your guys. I had a very like 
big pictures of what I wanted and I knew what I wanted. I was 19 when I first came to Canada and I pictured everything. Like I started to work, I said, oh, okay, this looks good, this is nice. Then a year passes by and everything gets more clear, you know, and I can focus more. The first years I worked for like peanuts. I didn't make nothing. Like start from $80 a day, which is like in Canada, it's almost nothing. That's nothing. To uh, 120 after one year. And I was worth, I, I, I know I was worth more. Like now that I, I own a business, I know that I wish I had myself like younger <laughs> to help me to work for me for that money. I would pay him even more, you know, yeah, ten flows. but I know I was, I know I was worth more. I know I deserve more money. The thing that I know more than that is like money is not everything. Experience is everything. So I didn't care. I didn't let that money put me down, which is the first thing that uh, younger generations fight about it with, uh, with who pays them, with their bosses, with everybody. It's like, oh, I'm worth this much. You have to give me this right. much. You know, I completely agree. I bet That's you 99% stupid. of the time, the reason why you don't bring back another labor or employee or subtrade or anybody is because they feel they deserve more money yeah. for the same amount of work that they're doing. Yeah. And then you disagree with it. And then guess what? We're not working together okay. anymore. Yeah. I want to tell you but something that's, that's happening. It's really, it's really bizarre. They're, you they're tell forgetting me, the experience. Sorry, go ahead. Tell me if this is true from both of you guys right now. All I'm seeing is callbacks. People taking oh, yeah. on... So all it's my like friends... It's like your ex-girlfriend. It's like my, your... They, they, they don't know how good they are and how good... Like uh, they were doing until they go try the other guy. Well, and yeah. The other so guy. All, all my friends are taking, <laughs> like myself and everyone I know, yeah, yeah. is taking over other people's jobs. Like, Man, so contractors are getting fired why, all the time, and other people are taking their jobs. And I'm just seeing this happening over man, and over again. There is, I know that there is people that want to work, so that's why I tell to my guy, listen. You don't want it, get out. I don't care. There is a better people than you. It's gonna cost me more time to find it, but You're in a long run, it. it's gonna be less stressful, and I'm gonna actually find somebody that cares. And like I said, I will pay you how much you're worth, and I will give you extras, and I will give you all of that. Because at the end, the way I see, the way I run my business is the less stress for me, the easier it's for everybody, and the more the, the more I'm gonna pay you, and the more. Uh, the business is going to make my company. So there's actually a... two sides to this thing, right? So the young, the guys that are working for established people that have set up a business are forgetting the experience attached to that dollar value. That's yes. That's the most, that's the thing that I never will understand in those years. I was, I was getting paid nothing, nothing. I worked, but for like you were learning hours a lot for 13 hours. I learned, I worked like, uh, for a year, I worked on a, with a renovator that wasn't Manny, uh, and I would love if it was him because I would for sure have learned more. But anyways, you can always learn, right? Even from guys that don't have. Who's this Manny guy? I don't know. I just. Nah. It's Port like a it's like a cake. Portuguese, no, <laughs> nothing good. It's like a cake. It's like a Portuguese cake. <laughs> maybe like a Portuguese. The thing is, tart, I like maybe. Italian cake, so I don't care. So the well, thing is, like, you know, I speaking learned. of which, what's a good Albanian pastry? Is there a pastry, a bakery here? Listen, the Turkish colony took over Albania, so 
So you gotta go Turkish, so Turkish coffee, Turkish treats. Yeah, everything like we have it's from Turkey. So I thought it was Romania. I thought part. it was Romania that took it over. No, no, okay, relax, okay. I'm just saying, calm down, calm. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you. The flag just you, came out. You know, you are from Europe. You gotta be careful what you oh, say. Oh, I know, I know, huh? <laughs> oh, man. But the thing is, yeah, we're talking about like uh, young Transylvania. Guys, young guys. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Fun fact. <laughs> Vampire is an Albanian word, and and it means like that you drink from your teeth because vam means teeth and peer means drink. So vampire is actually Albanian. an Albanian word yeah, that the whole world uses. So take that, Dracula. That's One, it. Ah, 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 two. So ah, ah, I was ah, waiting ah, for you to tell so, me that so vampire like came up with PL. You, everybody knows vampire. Like, so I would say like everybody knows uh, one word in Albania. Here is we go. Thing. You learn but, all kinds of things on the... Uh, on just ne- random people from Europe. I never thought the word I never thought the word vampire would come up on a construction life podcast. Yeah, see? <laughs> and that is actually Albania. Where were we? Where so we were at the fact that all these young guys, they don't care about learning. They care about they don't, the money. No, they don't value the learning. No, no. I think they don't even care because, okay, how I see it is like, okay, I need to learn one, two, three, four, five. When I learn five, I get paid this much. When I get paid this much, I make enough, right? But they forget that there is a six, a seven, an eight, a Still nine, and a ten. every day. Right? They skip that six to ten thing and because they say, okay, I'm worth this much. You know, you're worth five, right? But now, time passes by, they're not learning six, they're not learning seven, they're not learning eight. But guess what? They want the money of six, seven, and eight. Yeah. I'm like, buddy, well, something is wrong here. It's like you go buy a car, you want the full option, it's 100K, but you have only 50. What do you want? You can't buy it. You get the 50. But don't come to me just because now we we work together for a year or so or more. But there's something else that's really important, and... Um, we're talking about guys that all they think about is money, but there's another end of it. There's other guys that are producing a lot of work, but it's not quality work. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, it just happens it's to be enough. It's, it happens to be that you're a painter. Yeah. And right now, I'm doing a paint job for someone. Yeah. So I'm I'm prepping to spray. You know, the drywaller instead of cutting the outlets and v-notching where the screw goes, he cut the square right yeah. out so that there's yeah, yeah. nowhere for it to sit properly. Yeah. So then the mudder comes along and he fills it with normal mud. Yeah. And it will crack. So, yeah. So now I'm prepping and I have to resand everything that they're doing because I have to scope out the wall before, yeah, yeah, you know, course. we paint, right? Yeah. Everything's chipping and cracking out. Yeah. It all course. started from the drywaller and he was fast. I remember the contractor said to me, oh, these guys are good yeah, and yeah. they're cheap. And I'm like, really? That's nice. funny. You got That's crack, a good combo. You got good cracks in the corner. <laughs> your outlets are all cracking and filling. Oh, your mutter was hey. amazing. Why are we doing a level five in all the walls now? It's the same thing. It's like, so now you have someone that has learned how to make money, but not give quality, no, but makes it look like he knocked the they're work not off. Making, I don't think so. They're even making money because like I said, keyword fast and cheap. This guy, it's like not investing nothing in it for his business. He's just getting the to his guys. few bucks. Yeah, yeah, of course. So imagine, <laughs> like, I want to pay the guys good, and I pay the guys good, and I want to even pay more if they hire their quality, but they don't want, which is their choice. 
These guys, they pay their labor shit. They make shit. And after they tell you, they tell you, listen, this is how much I make, so I can't pay you more. You know? So Slow. I'd say just do find better work or do better quality. If they can't, you have to leave. You have to be you. And something, I had some experience like this where I've seen that the limit that my boss had was there. Like he couldn't do better. So I said, I'm never going to make more because he can't make more. He's like not building his business. He's good enough and he charges low, right? So Flo, what do you want out of a GC? What do you expect out of a GC? Out of GC, like I expect like to do his job, to manage the site. So what is to, to manage the sites, to yes, manage the trades, to manage the trades, to communication and all that. Communication is key on uh, everything in life. Generally, if, if you communicate with people, you will find a solution for the problem. Right. Yes. So because at the end, we're humans, we do mistakes. Right. So the drywaller, let's say he did that mistake or his guy did it. His guy did that mistake and he didn't check it. Right. Which is something that happens to me, too. I get a call. Hey, listen, Flo, I know you took out the paper and it looks finished, but I see that on one corner, it, it, it looks like it, did, it wasn't cut twice, like the wall. And I'm like... Shadowing. Yeah. So I said, okay, so I know that's not me because I was my guy. So I say, okay, man, no worries. I will take care of it tomorrow and I'll look at it because sometimes uh, when you have guys, those guys don't care as much as you do, so they will skip things. The GC and contractors also, they have to understand those uh, scenarios, right? You don't come first thing to the drywaller, me painter. Hey, wh what is this? What did you do? You start fighting in that, right? Because maybe it's not the drywaller's fault, his fault, like the, the, the manager, the boss that was there. Maybe it was his guy, right? So let's talk about it, right? But now people, they just don't talk about it. People talk when they see multiple mistakes, right? Like as a, like a GC sees like, uh, okay, now I'm going to give shit to this guy because he, he screwed up one, two, and three. No. As a GC, you start from one. You screw up this, you talk about it. You screw up this, you talk about it. Same thing me as a trade man. I go to the electrician. I'm like, I'm covering. Can you like please like vacuum or clean or whatever? I just cleaned. You know what I mean? I don't want to get into fights or anything like that. Just clean your stuff because I just cleaned already. What you did before, I don't know. Who did this mess before you or before me, I don't know. Oh, so we, we all know that. who made what mess. We, what we I, know yeah, it. Yeah, but generally, like, I don't go there. When I go to a job site and it's something that my guys is like, oh, my God, it's so dirty. Why we're starting? Get the cleaners to clean it. Like, that's what your, your labor's You think. have a different mindset when you go to a dirty job site. You know that? Yeah, yes. you're totally right. You, also, you yes. actually have a very great positive mindset well, when you go on a clean job site. Absolutely, would you, would you want to date a girl that's... Uh, uh, living What's on the street? What's with all the dating or... It's a little bit different. <laughs> it's a little bit different because you, like the girl example, it doesn't super work because like I said, <laughs> the GC, so the owner, the owner got screwed by the GC. Hang on. So the girl? No, 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 no. Leave the girl apart. Leave the girl apart. So the owner got screwed by the GC that he didn't pay the, their guys enough and left the job because he was doing a shit job and he saw that everything was going bad. So he just left. So whose fault is it? It's not the owner's fault. No. I know it's not the owner's fault. It's the GC's fault. Yeah. Okay, but who's going to clean it, right? i rather clean it and start the job, me start working, you know, than having to start arguing with people, right? So I know, of course, as a GC, as a good GC, I would have, I want to go see there the job and 
like it has to be clean so, but sometimes in, <laughs> in like half of the jobs let's say they're customers yeah. they don't know they maybe hired somebody that is bad and it will be dirty but I, I i like where you were going with this for me it's really important and it's funny that manny said that we were talking about this there's gcs that just run the site they're barely ever on the site yeah they just come and complain they talk shit yeah, they yeah. have nothing, no inspiration to motivate or drive someone They're to lazy, do better. Like our, they like just, the laborers. And you're like, what the fuck? I okay, want to get the hell out I hear a lot of... Okay, go ahead. So what I want to lead to is if you're a GC on site and you're on the tools, I think you'll be a better GC. I had a partner at one time. I had many partners, but I had a, I had a partner <laughs> yeah. and we hired his plumber. Yeah. Now... Me knowing that I don't know this guy, the conversation I need to have with him is, this is what my expectations of you are for this cost. Yeah. And these are the things I want done. before yes. the job starts. Yeah. That's a good GC. Not yeah. the job gets done and then you say to the guy, oh, you didn't put any covers on the uh, copper. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. Put you put curly you know, pecs turning, yeah, uh, I wanted uh, copper yeah. coming out or I wanted straight pecs. Like those are things you, so I think that communication is definitely a key, it's key. but it's before the job starts. I um, yes, think yes, a yes, good yes, GC yes. can like stop said, a lot of the but problems think about by, this. by Think talking. about this. Many GCs, they come and leave, right? So the plumber starts, he comes to do, do this, this and that, right? Then the GC leaves. The GCs come back, the plumber is done. So the plumber screwed something up or it's a misunderstanding. Let's say he didn't screw up because that's his job. Mainly they know what they're doing, like everybody kind of. But uh, the thing is like why a GC needs to be on site when there's important things going on. Well, it's all important. Absolutely. But if a drywaller is sanding and you know it's going to take three days, there is no point for the GC being there. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, it's an I example totally, that I'm using. For sure. So you come back and you say, okay, the third day when the sanding is done, you check. So each trade, it's super important. But like I said, there is moments where a GC needs to be on site all day. And there is moment that he doesn't. Yes. And yes. he has to understand that. GCs, that's what I'm, I ask from GCs. From clients, no point to talk about it because each client is different. They don't know. Somebody knows, somebody doesn't. Somebody cares, somebody doesn't. So with clients, we can have you this conversation about. With, you got to just roll with it. You got to go totally with the flow. Right. And, <laughs> you got to go, like go with the flow. And, and that's another really important thing that I think we should stress too is that um, when you have a homeowner and they want to be the GC, they don't have our experience. No, no, and no they that's, don't have, that's a recipe. They that's do the not know. That's a big problem. Just because you're a homeowner and you think you're intelligent and you've done your YouTube or Googling. You can be intelligent at, like, the, you can be There's things Elon you Musk, won't understand right? about construction. But you don't know nothing about paint. I don't. So the fact that you're the smartest man on earth doesn't mean you know about paint. He's very, you know about I don't chairs. think he's a smart man. I think he's an interesting man. And I think he did really I well just, with his money. But, <laughs> but also the other thing with clients being the GC, I know for a fact that every single tradesperson has a problem speaking directly to a client. Yeah. That's it. Because and so first now if of you're all, wearing the hat of a GC. First of all, you guys have to understand also one thing. Contra a contractor. We Maybe speak our language. Yes, exactly. Yes. There is contractor. They're bad at communication. And I know. I've met them. They do amazing work. But they can communicate with a customer. Yes. They can I with know, the GC. Because the exactly GC what you mean. knows what he's he talking about. The yeah. customer doesn't. So he's there struggling, trying to explain, how do we explain this to my customer? 
he has a lack on that, right? Like he has a he can't really do it. Yeah. But like that doesn't make him stupid or nothing. No, nothing like no, that. No. He just speaks his language. And that's it. So that's and that's why I go back to we're grunts. We're in the field. Yeah. We're in yeah. the trenches. We all communicate. That's why the same because we experience yeah. it. We that's live why it. like each client should think about a GC before building a house. Yes, for that main reason, and they should do their research on the GCs themselves. No, don't do research about how to paint. How is your painter doing his job, or how this is doing their job? Research about GCs, what they did, what they've done, how they run their things. Meet them and let the GC do their work. I was in a meeting today with a potential new client and those are two things that came up. She asked me, do I really need a GC and do I really need a designer? Because the GC typically is 10, 15 points on the budget. Yeah. Right. So they start looking at that six figure number yeah. and they start wondering, well, nah. And then the same thing with the designer. The moment you tell them that they're a set fee for designing yeah. to figure out the whole house, yeah. all the rooms, and then there's a set hourly wage of whatever, 300, 400 bucks to go shopping. Yeah. They start calculating all that number and they're like, well, I can kind of do that. I can go online. But you're right. Clients shouldn't do that unless you are in this industry. Yeah. Like, because you are going to shoot yourself in the you foot. Don't, you, like I said. But I got to stop you. Hang on a sec, Flo. Yeah. As much as you think that this show is brought to you by the Tourism Board of Albania, it's not. <laughs> we have segments during this show. And okay. right now, it's time for Carlito's Green Book Talk. Oh, oh so okay. Flo, I, I tried to find something for you. Now, <laughs> I, 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 first, I want to start with this. Are we finally you, at second offenses? And this isn't me brown nosing, and I don't want to hear uh, Manny going. Oh, I like that noise. He, you just he always did does it. that. You just did it. So I'm beating him to the punch. Oh, yeah. um, I do want to say I wish we were speaking more about paint because you are probably one of the most we'll talented painters. Paint. One no of, honestly, you're, <laughs> since I met you, I was very impressed with your skills, your, um, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wish we were speaking more about yeah, yeah. you and your business. We're, we're talking about something else, but I'm hoping that no, we, we are talking paint. about his business though. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot to know about flow. For sure. Cause I want to go with the flow. Yeah, um, there we go. So, so I, I had to figure something out. So, you know, the game. Uh, first infraction on the job site. Inspector shows up on the job yeah. and he's going to issue a ticket. He's looking for infractions on yes. the job. So what would be the first offense, uh, first penalty, and how much would it cost on the green book if a worker inappropriately standing or <laughs> stepping on a ladder? Oh, What do you think under Section 83 Whoa. that would be? That's a that's a painter's so, uh, that's a painter's because situation. Like, I know you. Let, you think you have three legs, so right and you now, only have right now. Two. Flo is flipping through the green book, looking for the answer. I'm not gonna. <laughs> so the question is, how much is it gonna charge me for a first uh, for the first offense of an inspector finding you stepping on the ladder, stepping on the ladder inappropriately? Like that means having one leg off, uh, having one arm off. Uh, how much do you think the first fine would be mm, on your first offense? Three fifty. And you, many five fifty. It's two fifty. <laughs> so but you all get to go home with a smile <laughs> and knowledge, <laughs> knowledge, <laughs> knowledge, wow. knowledge. Amazing. Okay. So we're, I, we're speaking with Flo from Pro Custom Painting on IG, and what's the email again? ProCustomPainting.ca at gmail.com. That's it. Perfect. So I do want to start this off before Flo takes it away. 
Uh, <laughs> so two really important things I want to bring up. One is I was always told that if you can't do it from where you were born and where you lived, you can't do it somewhere else. So that saying means that if you can't do it where you're at, you shouldn't be doing it anywhere else. So sure. that's something I, I learned in an early age. So that if you want to be successful, don't think you need to go somewhere else to yes. be successful. Yes. Um, but it's... what I really want to do is, you know, uh, me and Manny are inspired by you coming from another country, not spending a lot Two of time countries, here. Two countries, no one. Yeah. <laughs> How hard and what were what were the 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 hurdles that really slowed you down from becoming the successful person you are today? Like I want to share that with back the, home, with people was, starting businesses. What was slowing me down back home or here? No, here. Like here. What, what slowed coming you down to a new coming world. here? Like you just meet bad people. You meet people that don't want to help you. You meet people that want to use you, which is I personally think it's the most stupid thing ever that a business owner can do That's or human a nature. friend or anybody human because nature. if you find somebody with potential you work with him and you develop and you get bigger like you can not use him at the end life it's about interest right so if you can find somebody that is good at what they do help them out show them and they can be part of your plans right you don't have to see it as a thing like i'm gonna use him for my plans no we have to like i should be part of your plan in your plan and see if it works out other not use me until like other uh, other employees their issues are i'm going to teach this person so many tricks so many ideas so much business and then they're going to take off and start but that's bullshit but that's bullshit exactly that's bullshit guys that is the most bullshit ever because like i said i (laughs) everything i've seen what is that everything i learned everything i learned it's because i wanted to learn i have guys that you're right if you don't want to learn you're not going to no they were working for me for like six to seven months i had to fire them i said what did you learn in seven months seven months it's a lot of time seven months you can learn the basics of paint to a good like 50 percent of the process baby learns how to walk Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like the thing is like uh, they just don't want to they don't want to learn. They don't they don't care. Right. But a person that care, a person that wants to learn, they will no matter how, no matter I remember how hard you try to not teach them. They will just by the way you do it. They will learn and they will catch it and they will do it not with you, but they will do it somewhere else. I remember the other podcast that you were on, like back in episode 20 or something, way back then. When we were 20 still? I remember when (laughs) when you said that you're going to work, you've got an eight-hour day. Yeah. Instead of you just trying to figure out, okay, when do I have my break? When do I have my lunch? When do I get to home? Why don't you figure out what can I learn today? Yeah. yeah, These next eight hours, what can I learn today? The thing is, that's how I see life. It's not the only the eight hours. It's my during the day, what I can learn. Like, let's say eight hours is at work. So let me think about work. After what I do, do I have a hobby? So let me think about the hobby. Do I want to just chill a little bit, which is fine. You all, everybody has to need that two hour break during the day, you know, of doing nothing. It's fine. You know, always value your time. I'm young. I'm 25. I feel that. Time is flying way You're too so fast. You're so young, man. But I know, but the thing you is, are right. the, from the, for how I see it, I think I'm losing so much time, you know, because I consider my time on a daily basis. And I always think I could do more in this time 
uh, in this like 24 hours, right? Not because like, oh, I'm 25 now. When I'm 30, I should. When I'm 40, I sh-. no. no. It's not like it's no. not like by the books. I need to get married by 30. Have this by this. Have this by this. No, I want it now, and I have to work hard to get it now. What is your secret, have- Flo? Like, what's the secret to success? Is Man. it the same thing that it was when you were 19 when you first came here, or has it modified? Has it changed? It modifies. It, like uh, the bottom line, it's always that I was always focused on my goals, right? Let's say I was focused on getting a car. I go to next step. What's next? This. What's next? This. So like I try to think ahead. Everything. That's like tra- like my secret. I just think everything ahead. What do you want? And I try not and to And you be backtrack lazy. and go, how do I get to that? Yes. Yes. It's, it's definitely. And it works. And it works. But it works only if you work. It doesn't work by himself. No. Everything needs a work behind. And a, a, a study, a research. Meeting people. Don't ever like uh, say no. Always say yes. Maybe you have a bad feeling like, ah, maybe it's shit, whatever. You go and you're like, holy shit, if I didn't do that now, I wouldn't have that project. I can honestly say that from the years that I've known Fulo, nothing's been given to him. Everything has been him. I will give you a second. I've seen some things given to you. I will give what? <laughs> yeah, they give me shit for no reason. <laughs> no, I never see you getting shit. But so it's funny. I'll just give you a, a small thing. It's like one day when I first started my own own, I decided to message somebody on Instagram because uh, he wasn't doing paint no more, but he used to own a painting business. So I said, okay, he's not doing it no more. So let me ask. I said, okay, almost three years has passed by. That first lead he gave me has changed my life. So I went from a little project to now I'm going to, thanks to that connection, that simple message that I did yep. on Instagram, now I'm, I'm going to quote one of the most uh, luxury houses like in the GTA. Are you talking about Manny? No. No, no, no. no. No, there it's is another. There is no, because, other I, because I've seen him help a lot of people's careers. <laughs> that's why I'm but just asking. When I think, when I think for that meaningless message, that people might think it's meaningless, but just because, like, hey man, how are you doing? What do you think? Like, listen, I'm a little slow. It's you don't have to be shy if you're slow. You don't have to be like it happens to everybody. It's a shit moment. You just started, whatever. I started with Homestars. It's the shittiest thing forever about painting, <laughs> about painting, about other trades. I know it works for other trades. So you got to adapt for somebody. Work for what works for you, what doesn't, right? What works for the quality you do, what doesn't, right? So I just sent that message. And now that message, me, that message is leading to something very, very big. And I'm super happy. And you guys, everybody should do that. Don't uh, feel shy. Don't feel like just go. Just push drop it. a line. Send well, a DM. A line, say say something. Yeah. How are you doing? What's like, up? And I think what's really important too for a lot of guys out there, um, a lot of people are afraid to work by themselves. And this next comment, I don't think you should ever feel that working by yourself or continuing on without a, a laborer. You should never worry about that. You should just stay on your focus and on your direction and, and everything will fall into place. Everything will work as long as you want to make it work. Yeah. Like that's how I see it. You can do it yourself. You can hire a guy and work with guys. You can work with 10 people, with 20 people, with 100. Because, hey, you know what? We're humans, right? If somebody has a corporate, he, he started from somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? There is people that started from zero and now they have 1,000 people working 2,000. 10,000, right? I don't feel, I don't think it's impossible. I actually think it's possible. And you working hard and you seeing things moving, that makes you believe even more, right? 
and all it is. But like, Flo, you honestly believe too, because I'm in the same mindset that you're really focused on being around certain types of people. Yeah. And people that are I, lazy, people that don't care about the industry. You don't need them. You're not interested. You don't need them. Yeah, you, you just, that's it. Gone. See you later. Like, if you don't want to move forward, I want to move forward. We can't yeah, move forward yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that, like I said, there is family. It's family. Friends, you can pick friends. You can choose friends. So find better friends. Find better people to yes. chill with. Yes. And like try to stay close to them. There are so many people that like, I even Manny himself. When I was a little flow, I was like, <laughs> I would love, I would, I would, a little flow. <laughs> Let's say like that, right? What do you mean? The first day of the, tri- of the yeah, seventh day? Yeah, was the, fir- <laughs> the, no, the first, like when I didn't speak English, I was amazed but, uh, uh, about how he ran things. So I, sa- I kept saying to myself, fuck, I wish I can have more coffees with this guy just because like I like the way he thinks and does things, right? And now... It's like I know Manny already like four years now. And, and now you know it's cappuccino. A... Yeah. <laughs> but, lattes, you know, lattes. Now, now we have coffees and stuff, right? But that doesn't mean that there is no better people than Manny, that there is no better people There's out lots. there. There's, There's always better. And what? Like now that we are on the same page with Manny, let's go hunt for other and better people so we can be better. If I, wanna, if I want more in my life. Yes. If I'm happy with what I have. Nobody needs to push for more. You know what I mean? This is like the way I see life doesn't have to be your way. The way, I, the way I'm a super ambitious, very ambitious person, so I see life like that. But if you're not ambitious and you're happy with what you have, it's, it's the right way to live too. Like don't yeah, misunderstand you can, you can be extremely happy making 50 yes. grand a year. Guys, you can be extremely life, happy making 500 about, grand right, a year. Yeah, this so, is not about money. This th- is not about, but this is about money. So uh, no. this next question I'm going to ask ah, okay. you is going to be about money. Sure. So how do you feel? And this is how I feel about painting. Yeah. I think that painting is probably the, the most critical and the most important part of the whole entire yeah. project. Um, you think it's why, the most important part? It, it, to a certain extent, it, it really is. Because you know what? I find that the painter really gets undercut. Yeah. Uh to the most important part, and you said something earlier that was really important. It doesn't matter how good the drywall is. It doesn't matter how good the mudding is. It doesn't matter how good the trim is. If the painter can't make it pop, and he can't, he if can't, he can't finish he it, he can't polish it, and he can't. And and you know what? So, so what I hear is, if he can't fix every other trade that wasn't in love with doing their job no. better, no, 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 no. no. because saying, because if, saying, the, if if the work was amazing. It all takes is the painter yeah. to screw it up. Oh, yeah. Think, think about this. I Why do a... the homeowners always want to undercut the painter? Because Why do they want to go with cheap paint? Because it's because that's their mindset. People with that mindset, I run away. I go, I want to find people with a manny mindset or people that uh, acknowledge painting. Like I said, I did a, I did a job that the timber tailor... Uh, I love him, by the way, Tony. Yeah. Tony, our amazing, uh, he, yeah. He, he actually told he, me to hold the guy down while to, I tickled him. He gave my number to one of uh, a, a builder he worked for. He did an amazing job. Like, I would love, I would have loved to work on that project. But I was like 10K higher than the other painter. That was for a reason. The beautiful job that Tony made. The oh, beautiful don't, don't, job. Don't tell me. Seriously. I went there. Oh. It's like you want to throw up. Like, it's better to repaint apartments. They're done better than how wow. that house was finished. If I was Tony and he was super upset, he's like, 
man, I put so much effort. Like he had no need to send except he's like he's like primer, you know, all the joists, all the joints, yeah, everything super tight, super everything. tight yeah. no need. Everything was glued on. But the painter, you know what the GC, when I spoke Don't to him, said? Don't tell me he dapped the crap out of it. He said, no, no, listen to this. He said, everybody does good quality. It's just a matter of how much you want to charge. So he, like he said that people just charge how much they want, but the quality is going to so be the same. So he thought the quality of that painting job was good? That- no, 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 no. Before, before, when he was quoting jobs, he said, don't come up with this bullshit to me. Because I know everybody wow. does good work. Wow. I, you're just overcharging me. I said, no, I'm not overcharging you. To, to do your house is going to take me five weeks. The guy that charged you that much is going to do it in, in two weeks. What mm-hmm. happened? Look what happened. Uh, that, you've done it in and, two weeks. And, and like, what did that guy say to you after? Anything? Did you try I didn't meet him? the guy. No, no. The funny thing, just Tony took me there just to show me, you know? Like, uh, he took me to the house to show me. Like, hey, Flo, come look. And I'm like... I already know, but when you see it, you're super disgusted on like a $2 million house. To, for 10K, you ruined your house. And the GC, uh, the builder put up tape everywhere. Was a greenhouse now, like full of tape. <laughs> but guess what? But guess what? <laughs> that, painter, that painter will never come back for that $2,000 left in for the touch-ups because the like... He can't afford it. It's not worth like, his time. It's not worth to go back for that 2000 It's like, okay, I took so my whatever. So there's that relationship. It's done for yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how, it. And that's how painters and trades do. They take their money and they say, okay, fuck it now. I'm not going to work with him anymore. I'm not doing your touch But it's interesting. That GC might call you one day. Maybe. No, he won't. And he didn't. And I'm super happy about it. And I don't care. Like, don't call me. I don't want to have... Because... That's he how ha- he built. That's the mindset. Yeah, that's like how I said, he built. I have one mindset, and I want to find people with mindset. If you're close-minded, and the first word they said, everybody does quality. It's all about how much you charge. Guess what? You're already starting with a bad, bad, bad line, right? Which I go to other GCs. They know uh, we care about quality. I know it's super important, but we care also about leadership and about all those things. Yeah. And they didn't ask about the price and about that. They said. They asked me what they're looking for, and that's it. And I, I yes. explained to them, this is, what I, this is what I provide, this is what I give you, and that's it. About the price, the price is that. Like, you know what, You Flo, can't argue so much uh, about uh, the price. I think we can use an example, the last house you and I worked on. I yeah. asked you how much. You came yeah, to me and uh, you said this much. You know what I said? Okay. It's yeah, done. Like, it's like, that, it's, it's, it's what you have to understand is the time. That's how much time is going to take. But yeah. that's the other thing, too, that if you start working with trades that are respecting each other, yeah. and I come to you and I go, Flo, give me a price. Yeah. I already know you're going to give me a price. You're going to give me a fair price for the scope of work that's involved. Yeah. You're not going to try to gouge me. And this I, is the number. Guys, it's that's all it. based on uh, how long it's going to take me, yes. how hard it is. Yeah. So and I what materials that. you're using. What material I'm using, how much, like, uh, you have to think about If you're bad using too. lacquer, you're going to have to prep more. You're going to yeah, have to spray yeah, yeah. more. You got to think about good and bad. And in that price has to be all included. Somebody screws up. Guess what? I'm not going to go to the owner and say, I'm going to charge you extra for this. No. So everything is in. Everything is in. If something is super extra, that's different. But you're, you will get what you're paying for. And like, I can break it down to you and show you that it makes sense. But... Only at the end, they understand that when they actually feel and see the work you've done. Do you, at the beginning, they won't. Just do you because give they're... free quotes? Huh? Do you give free quotes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Detailed? 
detailed yeah i tell them like how much i am an open book whatever you ask me i will tell you based on the experience i have for free and uh, like i said of course i'm not gonna go for a one or two bedroom like i don't like you know it's not what i'm looking for you know for that there is other guys but uh, for custom i always go like i said never say no to nobody just go as much as you know like that project should be a potential even if i do basements i do basements now thousand square feet basements i have got buddies of mine that they call me they do amazing trim work amazing everything so they want a good painter for their basement for their renovated basement i'm like yeah i'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. call him to do the basement that the, i'm not working the on fact right that you the, always call him i know the, <laughs> the, the fact that the fact that i do custom houses i try to take on a bigger scale jobs that doesn't mean that a basement it's less important everything is important and the time that it takes me to finish a basement is the same as it takes me to like not the time but like the the the, the money that i'm charging it's going to be that same just well, the basement it's one week and i'm going to charge you for one week a house it's one month i'm going to charge you for one month and that's it and whatever if there is uh wainscoting and other stuff that's changes the price but of course you're just paying more for that wainscoting of course the painter is going to also charge you more you know if you just put a baseboard the carpenter's going to charge you one dollar and the painter one dollar if you install 10 baseboards it's going to be 10 and 10 everything goes higher right hey flow and people don't understand that come si dice painting come in italian dice. pittore pittore <laughs> pittore um, that's all i know that's the extent of my italian how, how do you how do you feel not about the homeowners but how do you feel about the trades how do you feel they feel about your work when i feel like trades wise there is a few good guys good painters no but do they really respect your work like when they see your work do you see that the people really enjoy it so my point is this there is like i said when i say there is a few that they're good i know they're good and i know we are on the same page but there is other ones that they see as competition and they will come to you and judge everything oh you screw up this oh you see this and you see that it's that's true, stupid man. I like know. you are like instead of me coming to me and like say hey flo how you do this how you do that which is something i do with other instagram painters right or i got so many questions from other instagram painters that they're big big guys on instagram but they come and ask me like i'm like you you play such a big fish why you come and ask me questions <laughs> like you know what what field do you use what it's this? the magic of instagram you know <laughs> the thing is like I, and and the only thing they showcase is finished pictures they yeah. don't show during the process and, and by the way i i do want to stress this there are a lot of people that i know right now that are using other people's pictures on their instagrams yeah. Dun, yeah, yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, like dun, and like i said there's pathetic this, so <laughs> it's it's no point it's no point when i go to a customer and, and maybe you might not see me posting as much i'm busy i'm working what i put on my instagram it's a portfolio of what i'm capable of doing so if you need to see the lacquer office you see the lacquer office if you need to see the stairs refinish i you, sure you know what refinish. but one thing i do like about you i i saw uh, when i was working at manny's i saw you take a couple samples of the wood that manny was using and you took the time to spray them with different finishes and yeah. you brought them and showed them not only to Manny, but to the homeowner and said, this is what the product looks like on yeah, this yeah, material. Yeah, 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 How yeah. many painters go out of their way to actually show and, and, is... and you know, the detail of what that paint will look like on a different material makes such a big difference. There is so much, there's so many problems out there. People don't understand. The, the core guy comes, the painter that he does only quotes. 
I'm just saying painters, but everybody, it's in every trade. The drywaller, the tile setter. The business the, part of the business. The, so they come and they say, oh, okay, all dressed nice with uh, his iPad and his pickup truck. Basic. Oh, we do this, we do that, we do this. We, we, we. Sure, we. Who comes to the job site? Not him. His guys. Think about this. I'm the owner, GC. I talk to Carl, but Manny comes on site. Like, if I talk directly to Manny, he doesn't know what Carl told me. Yeah. So I have to call Carl. I say, Carl, you told me that the wind's coding, you're going to use yeah. this wood filler and not that. Manny's using that. Then you, Carl, going to call Manny and say, hey, Manny, I told you on this one, you have to use this one. And from that, start a misunderstanding, a bad reputation. A, not a bad reputation right away, but... Like a bad mood kind of thing, right? Yeah. And it's something that people don't understand, you know? It's kind of... I always know that the few good painters that are, are out there are the ones that price the job and do the job. Not the ones that you price the job. You still have to stay on the tools. Okay, you have so to stay. You have to. Because even if Or Carl, have a right-hand person yeah, yeah. that if understands If Carl this. does the quotes, I want also Carl to be on site, like a GC kind of thing. Yeah. Not every time, like I said, because sometimes you don't need it to... But I know for every trades, every time these big guys come, site number two, site number three, site number five. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about how many sites you do, about how much money you make. I want to see good content. You showing me five sites is not interesting to me. Show me what's interesting in each of them sites. Show me some eyesight. <laughs> okay, you know, so I, I want to get into something a little fun right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favorite uh, paintbrush? Ooh. And what size? Ooh. Dollarama for the win. No. Guys. Okay. For what you get from a Dollarama brush, it's way worth the price. So it's always good to, to have a few Dollarama brushes, the $2.50 ones. Just it's for something, something that I usually go there, buy five. If you're doing something simple, whatever, you just use it and dump it. And that's it. Because uh, good brushes are expensive, you know, and sometimes you don't have the time to clean it. What or is your go-to so brush? So it's always who, good who, to have. Who do you use? It's called Picasso. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. So that's a new brush that I'm actually trying on now. And uh, Who makes I, it? It's called Picasso, and I don't know. It's all I know. It's a good I, brush. I think it's, <laughs> I, I think it's Corona. No. Cro no, is it? no, 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 no. It's not Corona. But uh, Are you sure? No. I used to use the uh, the orange I one. Use, I used to use the Picasso's a long time ago. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the short the, the short handle, mm, nice and thick. No, I use no no no. This is not it's not a Corona brush, but uh, I also used for many many times uh, Corona too. But guys, this is something a preference. It's personal. It's like you like thick girls or skinny girls or this <laughs> or that. It's something like that. I like soft hair. Like we just got more women followers because yeah. you compared a brush from Dollarama to Picasso to thick girls to thin girls. Thank you very so, much, Flo. Uh, thank you very much. Europe is such a different place. Um, so what's your go-to roller? Roller? It's the Purdy. I don't actually know. It's the Blue Line Purdy. Like the 13 mil, that's one of the yeah, best rollers they have. Yeah, 13 mil is definitely the way to go. That's one of the most, the fastest roller available that gives you a good texture. But and there is so many other bad rollers out there, and I don't know why they don't try to develop something better. But it's not my business. That's the business of the guy who does the rollers. Okay, here's here's the big one, mm -mm. and I have an idea, but mm -mm. Ouch. I'm gonna ask. Mm -mm. I'm gonna ask. It's mm -mm. a big one. Mm -mm. 
What store do you prefer? No, 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 no. no. What paint Bra do you prefer? Yes. So paint, it's uh, when I go to a house, I ask the customer, what paint do you want? They say, if they tell me, like, I want your opinion, I use a lot Benjamin Moore. So I know many of their products. But with that being said, I know that Sherwin does good paint too. And there's other brands like Ferron Ball and other products that they're good and I work with them. So it's more like a preference on a customer. But if they let me choose, my good to go for the trim is Scuffax, which is, I'm very happy, it's giving me good results. And for walls, if you want something uh, that does the job and looks good, then it's not super pricey. The Regal, the best product out there to go. For like, the bang for the buck? Yeah, like it's worth, like it's worth and the money. And what are your thoughts there, Carlito? Oh, we all know I'm a Sherwin-Williams guy. Yeah, I, go, yeah. I go straight to Emerald, I, but I know that's me. I super respect and I really like Sherwin-Emerald and all those paints too. Like I said, I, I'm just used to mo working more with that because in Toronto, we know the designers like Benjamin Moore. And because I do custom houses, they hire designers. The designers give me the colors. I do what they tell me to do. And that's the part of it. So, but personally, I like them all. I like the way of uh, different, like uh, Emerald has a different finish, a more luxury finish than the actual Scuffax, which is more a plastic look, you know? So I prefer look-wise that, but it has their benefits and like uh, other things. Like it's- Okay, so it's this, very, is, like, this is probably the most important one to uh -oh. me. Mm -hmm. What caulking do you like? Um, you're using that new one, no? Yeah, no. I, I forgot the name. He, he no, no, because it's it's you know because you and me spray, yeah. And being a sprayer, the the <laughs> caulking can make the paint crack. It can it can really change so your paint. There is so there is many problems with that. People always blame the caulking, but ninety percent is not. You might be like that's like a, a woe for everybody, but it's not because that's all based on how the carpenter did the job, what's the moisture on the house, how long did it take, when did you do the caulking? If you did it and you spray right over it, it will crack a thousand percent. Are you and saying you use DAP? I use DAP, I use other products too. Dum and, wow. dum, dum. and no, because if you, I've, I've, I'm a guy that I'm curious. So <laughs> I, I always look to find the best products out there, right? And sometimes it's just, becomes like uh, something like the Apple brand. Oh, it's good because it's Apple. It's kind of bullshit. It's not. Just kind of study, study but what's But Apple what's is in good. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's this good. This podcast is recorded on an Apple device. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> but like, my point is like, I've seen the product. I've seen it dry. On a, it what's like, your favorite? I can't remember the, the, the brand right now. Who's it from? It's from Sherwin Williams, right? Uh, it's owned by Benjamin. Oh, Benjamin. It's owned by Benjamin. Is it a new product? Is it the one with the green label on it? No, 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 no. All pro. Uh, I can't remember. I just go there and I buy oh, okay, it and okay. that's it. Uh, but like, with that being saying, I use that too. And uh, I've seen the comparison. They're very similar. And that's the reason why it's still out there. You know, if that that is still, I don't think it's a shit product anyways. The reason why it's out there is because people use it, you know, and it does good. But it's all about the prep. You prep it good. The, the, the installer before you did a good job, the DAP will do the job too. Like you don't have to like Painting worry. is all about prepping. Yeah. yeah. Like we know even, that. Okay. So I'll, I'll, even I'm going to ask one last question because I, I know we got to go. Question. What? Is your favorite tape? Ooh. My favorite tape, 3M. 
Which one? No, but like I know you. You you use masking tape. You so, use green tape. You use blue tape. But what's your go to? So the 3M makes the best tapes. I'm not into that frog and all those other. Whatever I don't like the frog tapes, tapes man. But the the thing of tape, it's like it's almost like a a skill a and another thing. Like you need to learn <laughs> like the colors, what goes on, what how many goes days? on, yeah. how many days, this and that. I use the the beige tape. The 3M, the cheapest one for certain things. I use the blue one for certain things, which they don't make anymore. Uh, yeah, the blue, yes, they still make it, but now they have a new one, which is like purplish. That one, it's the the most delicate one that I like to use on delicate surfaces like stairs that I stained and varnished. Uh, hardwood floors, yes. If uh, if they're like if they're pre-finished, you don't need to because pre-finished hardwood floors they're very like strong and Factory. even. Yeah, you won't have any issues. But, but you are like, right. Stain, stain for some reason wants to come off always. Yeah, so so that's why you use a delicate surface. And I also use it on kitchen cabinets because uh, I don't know. Maybe there is dust or they did like a bad job who painted the kitchen or whatever. You don't know. If you put a stronger tape, it might peel off the finish right off. And it can happen. And it's you don't want to have that <laughs> happening, right? But like the tape, like I like them all. The 3M brand is the best, like out of my opinion. Green, blue, purple, beige. It takes time to learn the tapes. Still, my guys now, they still have hard time. It's like, why you use it? I explained it to them. But yeah, you've got a mix. Day, you got an arsenal of tapes. I have. Different you reasons. have to, for sure. When I, go, yeah. when I go, like, I have the full pack out box, like full of tape. I have like you, $400 you know of just tape. The, the last project, I would have never thought that the auto body white tape the beige, light beige. Yeah. I would have never thought to use that until you painted the last place. And I, was, and I, I saw you using it before a couple of many sites and stuff. Yeah. And I was uh, like, why the fuck's he using that shit? Yeah. And uh, uh, I tried it. And you know what? It's amazing what you can learn. You don't have to pay top dollar all the time for, for material no, if no. you're using it in the right places. No, no, no. That's the thing. The reason why I have four different colors is because also you got to think about budget, but also use... Like the fact Application. that, yeah, I can't use the purple tape on like uh, just on paper to glue something, whatever, because I will peel off. It's not meant for that. The fact that it's expensive doesn't mean it's good for that. Yeah. People don't understand that. I don't look at money when I do something because it needs to be done right. So you can't look at money. You have to look at right, what's right to do, right? You know, that's what customers it, have to understand. That's the one thing I'm learning from Flo. And I like I knew this as at his age, but I didn't really pay attention to it. He's smart I, enough that he knows is that you don't chase money, man. You don't. No, money chases you. No, money comes. <laughs> money comes. Money comes. Yeah. Money comes. Like man. I said, I was way, making $80 a day. Now I'm making way more. Well, but there, there's a reason you're doing custom homes. We gotta, we gotta. Yeah. We gotta. <laughs> can, can we ask one more political question? One more political question. Repaint, politi custom, commercial, they're all good. You all make money. Every okay, so here's the political question. Very sure. diplomatic, okay? Flo, uh -oh. you're going to have to be very gentle uh -oh. with this because uh -oh. you have a guy here that might cry because I uh -oh. have an idea where you're going to go with this. Is it Titan or Graco? <laughs> I already know the answer to that. <laughs> they're both and why? They're both great machines. It's about how you use it. It's about knowing the pressure and all that stuff. People don't the tips. Have how do you like the tips? Tips. It's uh, I use two eight for everything. It's the best tip. You don't get runs. You don't. Titan. You, it's it's harder. They're both good. 
They're both good guys. But you have both gun. You have both machines. I have Titan gun. I have. Uh, I'm using a Titan tip finish, and I'm using a Greco also. It's what gun. works for you. They both guys. The machines. They all copycat each other. It's like, <laughs> like it's it does pressure. It's gonna, one machine is gonna give you 2,000 psi. Another one is gonna give you 2,000 psi. No. So in no. that question, what's no. the number <laughs> of the machine that you love the most? I have I have Greco. But uh, I've used Titan. They're both good. I have Greco 395. I use it for my finishing. And then I use uh, 495 for my like bigger stuff. Like if you're doing more like exterior or a bigger amount of spraying, you need a bigger machine. The size of the machine doesn't change the quality, but the it changed yeah. only the how long it can run. You guys have to understand. If you buy a 350 or you buy a 1050, the only thing that's going to change is... The 1050 is commercial. You, you can spray a warehouse, the White House, all day with two guns. Yeah. The 350 will do the exact same thing, right? So it's just going to turn over yes. more. That's all. Yes. No, no. It's just meant to like, it's well, just a bigger engine. That's, that's all, all it is, right? Yeah. So guys, don't get scared by like, oh, he has a what, that 1005. Oh, that, that machine sprays better. No, it doesn't spray better. It sprays the exact same way as your little one does. Who sprays better is your hand and is your knowledge about paint, humidity, dust control, and overspray and, and all that stuff. Product. Yeah. That's that's what you need to know as a painter. And you need to know, of course, your tools, but the tools will not do the job for you. So I have to do this right now. What? Ding 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 ding. <laughs> it's the 12 questions. So Flo, <laughs> you don't know about this new segment. Nope, not yet. Here we go. <laughs> I, not yet. I've got so first of all, find flow on IG at Pro Custom Painting and also the website or sorry, the email is what? ProCustomPainting.ca at gmail.com. So you know what you're talking about when it comes to painting, and he's always my go-to person that I call and he knows what he's talking about. He knows he how to he knows how to work with other trades, he knows how to have fun on site, he knows how to work, and he knows how to treat clients, he knows how to do all that stuff. He really knows how to wet that wood. Yes, that, yeah. <laughs> I can always count <laughs> on Cornito on, on taking the <laughs> the off ramp to Somerville. <laughs> <laughs> So now we have these 12 questions that are flow. And I, I, I actually changed. I added those two new questions just because of flow. Because I was thinking one day flow will get back in here. And, and I wanted to ask these questions. So we kept them. Right. So these are the 12, these are 12 questions for you there, Flo. What is your favorite construction word? Hardworking. Hmm. What is your least favorite construction word? Everybody can do good quality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you on in construction? What do you mean, what turns? What turns you on? What excites you? What excites me? Like uh, challenging projects, newer projects, stuff that i never done. What turns you off in construction? Unorganized shijisis and that kind of <laughs> stuff. Love it. What <laughs> is your favorite curse word in a phrase? And it could be in Italian. It could be in Italian. Uh, <laughs> guys, I have Albanian, Italian, and So then, English, then choose so. one. I don't know. Pick all three. Do English, Albanian, and Italian. Yeah, I want to hear this. This is going to be that. good. Do, that. <laughs> Do all three. English is like, fuck this. Okay. Of course, the most common. Okay, Italian. Uh, Italian is like, ma che cazzo. It's something like, <laughs> I would say like, what a shit. Okay. <laughs> Albanian. English. In Albania, it's like <laughs> T-Sharot, which is like a very mean one, you know? Like How bad? I, <laughs> what? Like, how bad? It's like, you know, like you're swearing to a full family, you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I do know. Okay. I like that one. What <laughs> is your favorite car, bike, vehicle, whatever, boat? Mercedes. Which one? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite car, bike, boat, whatever, vehicle? The new American cars. Well, all of them? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there we go. The, we I mean, just the, lost the, all of the, our American the, listeners. The average ones. The average I'm ones. from Europe, guys. So you got to understand me. They yeah. put like 500 cars, horsepower yeah. for what? Yes. And no traction control. <laughs> <laughs> or, what, or nowhere to ride or nowhere to drive them. What, no, con- like, what construction sound or noise do you love? Construction sound? Sound or noise do you love? My radio. <laughs> <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you hate? Someone else's Not radio? my radio. <laughs> <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, I love carpentry. Carpentry? Yeah. I could see that actually. What profession would you not like to do? Window installer, roofer. Okay. But everything like encourages me. So I would like to try everything first. So I can't really say it's bad or not, right? Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You made it. (laughs) (laughs) Flo, thanks very much for joining the show once again and enlightening us with what's been going on in your world and a little bit of paint. So we appreciate it. Uh, Find Flo again on IG at Pro Custom Painting and also Flo, find you on email. Pro Custom Painting that... G- uh, <laughs> .ca at gmail.com painting.ca at gmail.com Yes Perfect Flo, thanks very much Always a pleasure thanks to see everybody. you I'll see you again tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, thank because- you Carlito, get us out of here That was another show I still like better my radio yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Flo. Thanks, everybody. Get us out of here. Straight at the T.O. 416, baby. DJ, Danny, I'm on the flow, bro. That's it. DJ, Danny, Flo. That's it.